Hello and welcome to Foothill Christian American Canyon. We're glad you joined us today and we sincerely hope that you're blessed with today's message. I want to talk to you today about a subject. Everybody say this with me. Your days are numbered. That's a tough statement to make, especially if it's somebody telling you that. Your days are numbered. Anybody ever had that told to them? Maybe in the workplace? Hopefully not. You know, hopefully it's just the workplace, not anywhere else. That Your days are numbered. You know, I, well, I won't even go there back when I was younger. But, you know, when, that, when that's said, when your days are numbered, you know something's happening. And how many know that the Word of God tells us that we should count the days, that we should be aware of the days, that we should, we know we're on a journey. And um, oftentimes, we, when, especially when we're young, this is what really happens. When we're young, we're invincible. We're seemingly, we can do things at any time down the road. We've got our whole future ahead of us. And it doesn't matter uh, about planning strategically, putting something aside for our retirement. Uh, we don't think about those things when we're young. But as you get older, it becomes a reality. How many know what I'm talking about today, right? And, and I'm just talking about those physical things, those natural things that we need to be thinking about. The Lord wants us to think about these things spiritually in terms of how are you investing your time today, here and now, in regards to eternity. Amen? Because our life here is but a, a flicker. The Bible says it's like a, a speck of sand. Really, it is. Our life span here. And eternity is forever. Everybody say eternity, eternity. is forever. We can't comprehend that. You and I cannot comprehend the meaning of eternity because we're creatures we're, that God created that live in a box that we're bound by time. And as such, everything is defined. We have a beginning and we have an end physically. But spiritually, we live for eternity. Amen? Now, most of you know that my family and I have been planning this vacation and my brother and my sister-in-law will be joining us down there in Cancun, Mexico. Amen? Now, not that I've been counting the days, but I've been counting the days at work. And you should have seen me last week. I think I irritated a few too many people there in my office because it started off, especially on Thursday, I, I, I cranked up the Mexican mariachi music, and I really cranked it up really loud. And they all heard it, and they said, oh... Rick is getting excited about his vacation, and I was, but we had booked this trip since late January, I believe it was January, maybe early February, so there's been a period or a time we've been pointing to tomorrow morning when we leave, just like many of you when you've gone on vacation, you've been counting the days, how many can relate to that, maybe it was Disneyland, maybe it's London, maybe it, wherever it may be, Jamaica, there was a place that you were going to, maybe it was uh, Joe's Crab Shack, I don't know, but maybe you were pointing to a time and you were counting the days. That's where we've been. But how many, do, how many of you would say that you count the days here and look towards eternity with eternity in mind? You know, it's not often that we do that 24-7, 365. Maybe we do that at church. Maybe we do that at Bible study during the week. Maybe we do it during a prayer night. And then our focus gets, we get refocused or unfocused, really. And we begin to think of, 
of just the natural realm. So I know that as a, as a young person, I thought I'd live forever. And as I've acquired more of this gray hair here, uh, I slowly begin to realize, man, I remember when my dad was this age, and I thought he was ancient. And I'm thinking, that's what my kids think of me now. And, and, and as we get older, uh, life is fleeting. It, 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 it's here and gone tomorrow. And I want to I talk to you today about numbering our days and, and enjoying, enjoying the, the, the route, enjoying the path, enjoying the journey. Amen? Yeah. I invite you to stand with me as we read from our sermon text today found in Psalms chapter 90 and verse 12. And I'm reading out of the New American Standard Bible. You have it on your outline. Raise your hand if you don't have an outline. One will be passed out to you right now. So just raise your hand if you need an outline. But let's, let me read this here. So Psalm 90 verse 12. So, I teach, so, so teach us to number our days that we may present to you a heart of wisdom. Amen. And a companion verse. Psalm chapter 39 and verse 4. If you have that, let's turn there. Psalm chapter 39 and verse 4, it says the following. Show me, Lord, my life's end and the number of my days. Let me know how fleeting my life is. Let's bow our heads and pray. Father, we thank you, Lord. First of all, we thank you for the very gift of life. We thank you, Lord, that we can stand here, that we can sit here, that we walked in here, Lord, in this place because you have given us the gift of life. Now I pray, Lord, give us ears to hear your word. Give me anointing for my words that, Lord, these words would be declared, that we would hear what the Spirit of God has to say today. And, Father, we thank you in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. You may be seated. Amen. God bless you. Let me ask you a question. Start off this afternoon. What do you want to see happen in your life before you pass? Have you ever thought of that? Hopefully you have. Hopefully you, uh, you think of that, and, and I'll tell you, it, it doesn't really set in until you start to acquire these gray hairs. It may be a, a thought when you're younger, uh, but as you get older, it's a reality. You, you look back constantly and say, what am I leaving behind? I don't know about you or where you're at in terms of age, but I, I've had a lot of people that I know that have passed, people my age, people younger. Uh, and then as you see them, when they pass, you're going, man, they're there, but by the grace of God, go I, you know, this person died for this reason or that reason. And, uh, but what did they leave behind? What, what is going to be said about them? Uh, just as a joke, I've always told my family that on my tombstone, and you've heard me say this, when I am dead, gone and buried, and uh, you can put it on my tombstone, Bianca and Raquel, or you can just say it at my, on my obituary. You just say, as long as he, you state that he had a wicked curveball, that's all I care, okay? And that he was a servant of God, of course, amen? But make sure you insert that in there. But seriously, what do you want to see happen in your life before you die? What do you want to see happen? And if you haven't thought of that, I would encourage you today, I would challenge you today to begin thinking about that. Because you are leaving something behind. You're leaving a legacy for your children, your grandchildren, your, the next generation to follow. Amen? Yeah. See, here's, here's the question. How many of you would like to know the exact date that the Lord is going to take you and bring you home? 
Would you like to know that? No, it's kind of freaky to know that. And here's the, here's the real question. Would it make a difference? It shouldn't. It really shouldn't. You know, honestly, I, I think we say, uh, well, it shouldn't. But for a lot of people, it does make a difference on how they live. You ever hear of someone that has three months to live, six months to live? They may make different choices than you and I, right? Because they're faced with eternity. But what's the difference? We're faced with eternity as well right now. You just don't know if it's going to happen today or 30 years from now or 50 years from now. You're still faced with that same eternity. But why are we not making the same wise choices that some people make? Have you ever thought of that? I I want you to grasp that right now. Would it make a difference in your life? It really shouldn't when you think about it. I believe oftentimes and too many times we get caught up in this world just surviving. How many know what I'm talking about? Just surviving, just making it through a Monday through a Friday. And then you get to the weekend and then you take a deep breath and, and, and then you begin to do this all over again. I think too, too many times people are just surviving. We, we live in this world with gadgets and so much information that were overwhelmed at times. How many have ever felt overwhelmed with the information age that we live in? The information age is a positive thing, but it can be a very negative thing if not used properly. So let's live, let's learn to live rather than to, than to just uh, forget about leaving a legacy. Oftentimes I think we, we just live and we're too stressed and, and we're too worried about what's going on today and then tomorrow and then next week and how am I going to pay this and how, who's going to take care of that and all the issues of life. All the issues of life are, are going to be there tomorrow as well as next week. God still remains the same, amen? He's, he remains steadfast and, and helping you out. I, I know somebody that uh, uh, often his quote is, I'm too blessed to be stressed. Ever heard that? In fact, I, I heard, I, he wears a hat that says, too blessed to be stressed. A person in our Napa church, a, a friend of mine there. And if you know him, you know who I'm talking about. But I love that saying, he's too blessed to be stressed. Now, if we live that, if we really personify that and live that every day, do you know how much better your life would be? Man. Instead of stressing, yeah. instead of worrying, instead of all the things of life, attacking you and and pushing you down i'm too blessed to be stressed i am a child of the king i am an overcomer i can do all things through christ who strengthens me right that's what he is saying that's what my friend is choosing to say i love that i love that but how many of us live like that you're too blessed to be stressed amen Amen. um i want to um have i invited Mother Betty, to come up and share just a little quick testimony on how, how she appreciates the life God has given her. Um, give her a big hand as she comes up this afternoon. Right here. right here, that way we don't have to climb any stairs. Amen. Mother Betty, just tell us um, in terms of how our days are numbered and how fast life goes what you've experienced in life, the, the ups, the downs, and, and how God has remained steadfast through all that. All right. Thank you, Pastor. Uh, church family, um, our days are numbered, as the pastor was saying. Uh, you know, when I was young, 
um, things, it didn't, um, when I was young, you think you have um, all your years ahead of you and you don't think about really getting old. But um, life, life is a journey. Yes. And um, it goes by fast. It really goes by fast. Even seem like from Sunday to uh, Saturday, and then before you know it, it the week is gone. Um, my children are adults now. Um, they have their own children, their grandparents. I'm a great, great, great grandmother. Uh, enjoy your life. Life is short. Yes. Enjoy each day. Yes. Each day is a gift. Amen. When we wake up in the morning, thank God yes. for another day. Amen. No matter what's going on in your life, God is faithful and He yes. 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 And He will help you to get through Amen. whatever is going on in your life. Yes. Sometimes you might feel like, well, this is hopeless. Lord, I don't know what to do. If we can just cast all our cares, our worries, Amen. our concern upon, upon the Lord, yes. He will see us through. Yes. Because He is faithful. Amen. Like Amen. Um, my, um, three of my great-granddaughters graduated from high school. I can't hardly believe. Um, great-granddaughters, three of them already. <laughs> How times does fly. Yes. I remember when they were just a baby. And now they're graduating from high school, which is a blessing. Yes. And I thank God I'm yet here to see this. Yes. yes. Amen. Live each day Amen. as if it's going to be your last Amen. day on earth. Amen. And love each other. Respect each other. Yes. Tell each other how much you love and appreciate each other. Yes. Because tomorrow is not promised to That's us. That's right. That's I right. just thank God for the years that He's given me. Yes, I'm. Uh, my mother passed away younger. I'm. I have outlived my mother at, at her age, and I am thankful and I'm grateful. Yes. I want to be the mother, the grandmother uh, that God would have me to be. Yes, I want to be. Um, I want them to honor me. I want to show respect to everyone. And I want to show love and yes. mercy Amen. and grace and honor to those that are deserve honor, grace, and mercy. Yes. So I praise God and I really appreciate the pastor because he balanced his life. I was just thinking about that. They're going on a vacation. He's a pastor. He's a husband. He watches over the flock and he takes care of his family to take time uh, for Pastor Anna to take her out on dates. Um, to do things with his children. He ba you balance your life, Thank and you. I think that is so wonderful yes. because Thank a you. lot of pastors, they don't know how to balance. You know, they give everything to the church, but God wants us to have balance in our yes. life. Yes, amen. He wants amen. us to have balance. So enjoy your life. Yes. Don't put things off for tomorrow. Today is the day. Amen. Today is the day of salvation. Yes. Even for the ones that don't know God as their personal Savior. Yes. Don't put it off for tomorrow. Because yes. tomorrow is not promised to us. Yes. Today is the day to enjoy Preach it. your life. Preach it. Because we don't know what tomorrow may bring. Amen. God is faithful. He's just. And he's in mercy. And yes. I love him with my heart. Amen. I love all of you. God Amen. bless you. Amen. Right. Give her a big hand. Thank you, Mother Betty. That is wonderful, wonderful, beautiful. If I can have a couple of the ushers come out.
I have a, a handout, um, something I want to hand out here. Um, just a couple of guys. And we're going to talk about, real quickly here, time. And I've created or printed these out. If you can hand those out. If you can hand those out. Everybody should get one. But what it is, it's a little card. And on that card, it says time. And then I've broken it down where T stands for treasure. I stands for invest. M stands for manage. E stands for enjoy. And essentially, that's what Mother Betty's telling us is that enjoy that journey. Amen. We have to learn how to do that, how to manage it. I, I'm a work in progress. She said that I do well. Well, I, there are times that I, I don't feel I'm doing it well. And, and it's always a work in progress. You always want to do this. You always want to do that. And it's great to have the right heart, but you got to do it. You got to back it up. You got to do it. And so you have to, uh, if you're married here today, you, you have to be taking your spouse out on dates. It's a mandatory requirement to have a successful marriage. Dating wasn't over the minute she said, I do, or you said, I do. Dating should continue. Amen? Amen. No, I, don't, I didn't hear you. Did I get an amen? Amen. amen. That's better. You married people. Uh, that's what makes a long, enduring marriage. But e each of you, when you have something, when you value something, you treasure it. Think about right now, just in your mind, you don't, I don't want you to say anything, but what do you value? It could be a material possession. It could be what you're wearing. It could be a ring, a watch. It could be the vehicle you drove in. But there's something that you value. And when you value something, you treasure it. You protect it. You guard it. And in terms of time, we have to learn how to treasure time. I've said this many times. I don't watch a lot of TV, but if I do watch TV and I sit there for an hour watching something, I go, there's an hour I'm never going to get back. Ever said that? Yeah. Or two hours? I went to Infinity Wars, the, the Marvel movie that lasts three hours. I thought it was all right. I wasn't walking out of there going, that was great. Like some people I've heard, I, I silently said to my self, well, there's three hours I'm not going to get back. I said that. Now, you may feel different. You, might, you may have loved that movie, but it was three hours. I could have been doing something more constructive. That's how my mind thinks, is what can I be doing constructively? My wife is very much the same way as well. I think that's why we are so compatible. We're constantly just, our, our, our minds are just spinning. What can we be doing constructively? And I think our girls see that every day. That's why Cancun is going to be so good. It's a break. It's a disconnect from all the noise. Amen? Amen. Amen. So when you value something, you treasure it. The Word of God states that God knows how many hairs you have on your head. He knows the date that He will call you home. Amen? Each of us have been given this earthly life, but this isn't all of it. But what you do have, manage it well. Treasure it. Treasure the time you have. Treasure the time you have with your kids, with your grandkids. I don't often get to see my grandchildren. I have grandchildren from my oldest daughter. I don't often get to see them. I can count on probably the number of fingers I have here this year, the times I've seen them. But I treasure it when I see them. And I treasure them. And hopefully you as well treasure your family. 
Each day is a gift. It's a present that God gives to you. Amen? Amen. It's a gift. Treasure it. If you, t- if you don't look at it that way, life is going to pass you by and you're going to look back going, what happened? What happened? You must learn to treasure it. Amen? And when you treasure it, you'll hide it here in your heart. You'll value it. And you'll always put significance to it. Amen? The next letter in, that, in time is I for investing. Investing. We invest. So when you, when you hear that term invest, when someone invests in something, they're hoping to get a return. And you hear of investment bankers, uh, investment firms, they're hoping to get a return. They're not hoping to lose their money or your money. I have monies in retirement and 401ks through my employer. And I'm hoping that it comes back as a positive investment like many of you. And so when you invest something, you're looking for the return, a positive return. When you invest your time with your children, with your family, with God Almighty at the altar, on your knees... Do you know that that's an investment that will pay dividends down in eternity? I'm not just talking about this physical realm, this physical life, but in eternity, it will pay dividends. Amen? Investing, you will get a return. Now, consequently, if you invest foolishly, you will also get a return. Foolishly. You will get returns both ways, depending on how you invest. And, and some of you may know what I'm talking about. Each day, each day we can invest in the lives of our children, in our church family, and in our workplace even. The kingdom of God requires us to invest wisely. Invest your time wisely. How can I use my time, my talents, my treasures in the kingdom of God wisely? When, when you give whether it's here, whether if, if God has laid on your heart to give to somebody of your time, your talents and treasures, it should always be prefaced by a question, Lord, how can I invest wisely? Should I invest in this person, in that person, in this ministry, in that ministry, or, or here, whatever it may be? Always, number one, if this is your church, this is where you invest with your tithes, with your offerings. That's a command from God. But uh, outside of that, God still wants you to invest. Amen? And so it's important that we see and we ask God, Lord, show me how to invest that time. M for manage. How many know that each of you are managers or stewards of what God has given you? God's gifted some of you individually with talents, with gifts that other people here don't have. And am I the only one that's getting warm? It's getting a little warm up here, but... um, At any rate, managers is what each of you are. Manage your time. You know, I I believe it's 86,400 seconds that we each have every day. How do you manage those? Do you look back at at the end of the day going, what happened? Where did my day go? You know, there's days like that for all of us. We go, what happened? Well, number one, it's usually because you woke up late. That's usually what happens. You woke up late and you didn't... Plan the day accordingly. Uh, I often joke with my wife because I can do that right now because she's not in here. But she'll, she's usually just boom, 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 going, going after it. But there will be some days, you know, we need to rest. And, and then she'll reflect later in the day, well, what happened? I didn't get nothing done. She left, 
she, she got a ton done, but she just didn't get everything she thought she could get done. And it's usually because she got up late. And that's a rarity. Anna rarely ever gets up late. But let's learn to manage our time wisely. God made us managers, amen? He, he has blessed us with the ability to manage things wisely. The Bible says to ask for wisdom. Are you doing that on a daily basis? Lord, I ask for wisdom in how to manage my family at home, how to manage my time at work, how to manage my ministry, how to manage uh, my relationships, the time that I need to spend. Lord, how do I do that? If you're not doing that yet, you should be doing that. Amen? Amen. Managing also means making tough decisions sometimes. You may want to watch that favorite TV show, and, but you know that if you go Netflix binging on it, you're not going to get the, the, the important things done that, you're, that you know you're supposed to be doing, like your homework if you're a young person, like following up on a test, you know, preparing for a test, or, or the honeydews that you may have. If you're binging on a Netflix show, things are not going to get done. So again, manage it wisely. Amen. I, and most importantly, I'm supposed to manage my time in light of God's word. In light of God's word. Because of what the Lord is commanding me. I'm supposed to manage my time. And then the E in time, enjoy. Everybody say enjoy. Enjoy. I think too many times we can say, well, we can be at that point in our life. Life's not going well right now. I don't have a job. The rent's due. I got holes in my shoes. The air conditioner's not working in my car. And yada, 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 yada. And we fail to remember to enjoy life. Yes, thank enjoy you. the journey. Yes, Jesus. Enjoy the journey. You. you may be on a six-hour bus ride tomorrow or next week. Next week. Okay. Six-hour bus ride. That's, you're killing me. But enjoy it. Right. Enjoy it. Amen. I don't know what that is for you that God is, is asking you to learn to enjoy. Maybe, it, maybe it's a simple, the thought of being in a one-hour prayer time is just, it's not your thing. And you're not enjoying it. Ask the Lord to help you enjoy that. Ask, you, ask the Lord to begin to help you to enjoy that. Let me tell you, the Bible says that the Lord is going to give you pleasures pleasures forevermore that he can he can give you today tomorrow at his right hand the bible says are pleasures forevermore he fills you with his righteousness his goodness his loving kindness his faithfulness but it, it, you don't receive it unless you go get it you got to go get it but and in that process you enjoy the route the journey that he carries you on amen how many are enjoying the journey right now. Yeah. Can you can truthfully say you're enjoying the journey. Yeah. It's a challenge. I get it. So, you know, different ages here, different issues in your homes, different, different places of background where you came from. But all of you can learn to enjoy the journey, yeah. especially as believers. Let me let me quote to you. Three, three well-known quotes from three different people. It's not, this isn't the Bible, but there was a philosopher, a French Renaissance philosopher, Michel de Montaigne. I think that's how you say it. He was quoted as saying the following. The value of life lies not in the length of days, but in the use we make of them. 
Let me repeat that one more time. The value of life not, lies not in the length of days, but in the use we make of them. One, one author here, an American author named Harvey McKay, said the following, Time is free, but it's priceless. You can't own it, but you can use it. You can't keep it, but you can spend it. Once you've lost it, you can never get it back. Ever been there? You look back and you say, man, I can never get that time back. And I'm not talking about a silly three-hour movie or a one-hour movie. There's times where we, we can make foolish mistakes and we can say, I'll never be able to go back and get that. That's why the Lord wants you to use wisdom. He's willing to give you wisdom every day. Amen? And then the final quote, from a, a professor in the UK named Alice Block, a well-known uh, professor there, she said the following, We say we waste time, but that is impossible. We waste ourselves. Whoa, that's deep right there if you caught that. We, we say we waste time, but that is impossible. We waste ourselves. Wow. Think about that. We're wasting ourselves. And that's, that is the truth right there, if there ever was. The, we just waste ourselves when we don't manage our time correctly. Yes. Amen? Amen? Maybe you've seen me do this here before, but um, I've got something here, a little illustration. You've probably seen this before. I know you have. That's supposed to go on forever. And ever, and ever, and ever. But see this? That's your life right there. Can you hear me? That's your life right there. That little red is your life. And that's eternity. Just imagine this goes out, not in just out this building, but through American Canyon, the Vallejo, and into eternity. All right? So it goes on, but here's your life. This little red thing right here, let me turn it this way. This is your life. Here's the sad part. This is what our culture teaches us to do. Is you work, 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 work really hard. I mean super hard. Invest your time. Work hard, hard, hard. And then that little bit right there, you get to enjoy that part. When you retire. Does that make any sense? Makes no sense whatsoever. Makes no sense. Now, I'm not here to tell you that if you're retired and you work really, 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 really hard to get there, that that's wrong. No, you're misunderstanding the point here. The point is, people can often overlook the journey and fail to enjoy the journey because they're, they're hoping to get to that part right there, that little part. Because then they can truly begin to enjoy life. Then they can go do this. They can do that. Well, you know that when you get to that age, you can't golf anymore because the back hurts. You, you, you can't drive because you don't want to drive long distances anymore like you did when you were younger. You can't go camping. You can't go glamping because nobody wants to go. They just want to stay home. And they blew it because they didn't enjoy life over here. Yes. So learn to enjoy life. And then, most importantly, eternity you know where you'll spend it yes. with the Lord. Amen? Amen. Here, if we, all we focus on is this life and 
Here, here's the thing. At work, I work with people that don't believe in eternity. I told this, this gentleman one time, I said, look, so-and-so, I said, at the end of the day, when life is all finished and all done, if I'm wrong, I've lost nothing, not a thing. But if you're wrong, you've lost everything, everything. Think about that, everything. Because how many know you can't argue scripture with a non-believer? It's a pointless, futile exercise. So you use illustrations is what I do. And uh, I, I told them that you will lose everything if you're wrong. And they just shook their head, just smile and shook their head because that's all they can do. They don't believe in this. But this is a reality. Our life here is but a speck. It's but a blink of an eye. Everybody, just close your eyes with me for a second. Close your eyes. Now open them. That fast. That's how fast your life is over. We've had loved ones here that have passed away. Brother Ed, Brother Domingo, beautiful people of God that we loved, that will always be remembered. And many of you have family members that have passed away Moms, dads, maybe siblings. And that's not going to change. We're all going to face that. That's a part of life. But one day we shall see them again. Amen. One day we shall see them again because we have that promise. Because we invested our time here correctly. Time was invested here. See what Mother Betty was saying earlier? What she was really saying was she's learned to leave a legacy behind for her kids, her grandchildren. When they think of Mother Betty... You better believe they, they have this picture in their mind. Oh, that's Mother. That's praying Mother Betty. That's Mother Betty that's going to tell me straight up what I need to hear. And, and that's the image. That's the legacy she has left behind. And amen to that. That's the legacy we all should leave behind. Because that's, gonna, that's how our eternity is going to be impacted. See, what she's doing right now is going to impact the eternity of others, of those around her. Let me ask you today, how is life, how is eternity being impacted in your life today? Are you even impacting eternity? Is it just you and that's it? No. You, your life is affecting all those around you, whether you realize that or not, good or bad. We all are affecting other people. We're, we are all leaving a legacy behind it may not say he had a wicked curveball, but you are leaving a legacy of some kind. Amen? And we're all leaving it here because of where we're going to be in the future, in eternity, with Christ Jesus, our King. Amen? Amen. Bow your heads this afternoon as our worship team comes up and closes. Lord, we thank you. Thank you, Father. Lord, that you've given us life. And Lord, the word says that you give it to us abundantly. You give us life abundantly. Lord, we're so blessed. Every one of us here, again, I, I say this all the time. We came in here. We drove here. We have a place, a roof over our heads, yes. clothes on our back. Lord, there's nothing for us to complain about. Yes. It's a gift that you've given us. Thank you. Father, you're, you're so worthy of our praise. But yet our, our lives, we can s somehow just knit and pick at this thing or that thing or this isn't going my way. And, and we fail to realize the most important thing, which is life yeah. and eternity. Where I am spending it, where those around me are spending it. Lord, today, 
I want to make sure without a shadow of a doubt that everyone here that hears my voice, even those later online that are listening to this message, that they know without a shadow of a doubt that where they will spend eternity. That's really simple. The Word of God says that our Heavenly Father sent His Son to die on a cross for you and I that we would have eternal life. And how do we do that? By just confessing our sins to Him, by just confessing our wrongdoings and saying, Lord, I'm not worthy. And that's, that's a correct answer. None of us are worthy. It's not how much we do for Him. It's what He did for us. And Lord, we thank You for sending Your Son to die on a cross. The Word of God says that You first loved us. And I know that's the case for me. I didn't know you, Lord. I was lost, dying, and going to hell. And you stepped in and you said, I love you. I love you, son. And you forgave me of my past right there and then, just like you did everyone here. But I want to make sure if there's anyone here today, and they're not sure, they're, maybe they've been questioning that. Maybe life, the enemy, has just been throwing nothing but but trash at you, garbage at you, lies at you, been whispering those to you. And you're not sure anymore if you're walking where you need to be. I want to ask you right now, if there's anybody here like that, and I want to pray a prayer for you, but if there's anybody here today that wants to be sure that they are going to heaven, and they're not sure right now, just raise your hand right now with every head bowed, every eye closed. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we thank you. Thank you that all of us here do love you, do know you, and do trust in you. Now I pray that everyone here would learn to leave a, a, a legacy for you, to, to use our time wisely, Lord, to treasure it, to invest it, Lord, to manage it. And to enjoy it, Lord. Lord, help us today to do that wisely. And we thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen.